0: Welcome to another episode of the Morbidly Deceased Podcast. I'm your host, JT McCallum. And I'm Evan Dilworth. And it has been some time, my friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> holy shit, a lot has happened since uh, when last we recorded. Yeah. Um, I moved, so there's like a 0% chance of us ever doing a uh, another show live together uh, in the flesh. Um because I'm like two and a half hours away and where I am um, the entire town shuts down for Friday the 13th and it just becomes this huge motorcycle rally so if if you hear motorcycles going by today that's why because the entire house is rumbling and they're all parked outside of our house so um, living on a main street is probably not the best idea Um, and it's funny too because I was automatically thinking of Pet Cemetery. When I found out we were living <laughs> yeah. on the main street and like trucks go by all the time, I'm like we are never letting James out <laughs> to run across the street <laughs> at all. I don't give a shit. This isn't happening. So. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately
1: goes to that.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, we we haven't watched Pet Cemetery yet since since we moved in. Um, The first movie that we watched uh, at the house before we had internet set up was the original Fright Night um, because Montana had never seen it. And um, yeah, and uh, we had watched the remake prior to that and she really liked it. So I'm like, well, if you like that, then you're going to like the original. But we were way too tired. So we fell asleep halfway through it. (laughs) But still, um, anyways, so much has happened in the world of horror since we last spoke. So I'm looking forward to talking about a bunch of different stuff today
1: yeah yeah a lot yeah Um, well okay so you talked about what you watched i'm just going to talk about probably like two movies i watched because they were really 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 good um the first one we watched uh was daniel isn't real and i don't know what took me so long to watch it because it was actually an incredible movie like it's so good and it's got um uh what's his name from uh it's got uh patrick's uh schwarzenegger so arnold's son yeah and this is like his first acting gig and i, I was like i was unsure how it was gonna be but like he he's a good actor and okay. i wasn't expecting much and he was like incredible and he was really creepy too but um um miles robbins so he was uh the like what's his name uh in Halloween, uh, twenty eighteen. Oh, Oscar! No, he was the uh, the girl's boyfriend. The oh, boyfriend okay,
0: okay, sure, yeah, yeah, fair enough.
1: Yeah, and then like the little black kid's like, no, send Dave. Let yeah, Dave yeah, go. Yeah. Or, <laughs> <he's> like, <laughs> yeah. Don't send Dave. Dave you go yeah. up. <laughs> but um, yeah, and it's pretty much like, uh, him. His name's Luke in the movie Miles, and he's real young, and he sees like this tragic thing happen. And he doesn't know how to like, I guess, cope with it. But then all of a sudden, he has an imaginary friend, and it gets pretty wild right away. It's like, oh yeah, they're playing, they're playing. And then he's like, oh, give your mom all these pills, and it's like, what the fuck? Wait a minute. <laughs> he's like, you're you're his imaginary friend. You like kill your mom, so that happens. And then he kind of tells um, Daniel to like get into this massive dollhouse and just like lock him away. And then it's, like, so many years later, he's grown. He's, like, in college or university. And he's kind of, like, uh, you know, things aren't going well and all that. So he decides to let Daniel out. And, like, things are good for, like, a really long time in the movie. And then things start to get really weird. And it's, like, it's, it's like, a psychological thing. It's horror. It's even got body horror in it, which is, like, a really cool, like, this really cool scene with that in it. It's almost, like, um... David Cronenberg mixed with like whatever fucking Nightmare on Elm Street is. It's like three or four where they separate or they're together. Oh, five. It's part five. Part oh yeah, three. yeah. And I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. And like, it's so like the atmosphere is so dark. After that, it's like it's almost like him like spiraling down. There's like no hope for him to get out of it. But it's I can't say too much about it because. It gives away a lot, but it, it was like, I honestly am so pissed at myself for like waiting so long to see that movie. Is it on Shudder? Yeah, it's on Shudder. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. And then um, the other one we watched was called uh, The Boy Behind the Door. I've never even heard of that one. <laughs> that one's on Shudder and it's an exclusive. It just came out like maybe two weeks ago or something like that. Okay. I I knew nothing about it. I went in completely blind and I think that really helped because um I this for like not knowing the movie at all, this could almost be like a contender for movie of the year for me. And wow. that's that's a pretty so, big claim. That's that's wow. It, and it's like it's so the, the subject matter so bleak and disturbing. Like I can't say anything about it because it gives away the whole movie, but it's it's crazy. Like I was actually like and I was like sitting there, just watching, and I was like just kind of like goofing around, and then I said something, and then it's like that's what you find out what happens and shit. And I was like, oh fuck, I feel horrible now. Right. But man, it, the two little kids in it—they're like incredible little actors. You'd swear they were doing it forever. And oh man, it's just like if you guys get the chance to watch it, you guys have to watch it. Okay, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's pretty much like these two little kids that are like best friends and they're just like, yeah, you know, would you ever like, like, I think they're talking about moving. He's like, Oh no, I can never move. You're like my best friend. I wouldn't go anywhere without you. And it's like, it's, it, it makes you feel like, Oh, that's, you know, that's sweet. Like these two little kids are best friends that like, even if they didn't have a, a choice or whatever, like they had to move. They'd be like, no, I wouldn't want to move. Cause you know, you're my best friend and all that. Right. But then it's like, okay, all that, you know, fun sweet stuff's over with it's time to get like to the gritty and it's i was like kind of surprised i didn't real. i didn't know that's what they were doing until like something shows up and i was like holy fuck this is this is nuts and then yeah it's just it's it's super irrelevant for things going on right now too oh really yeah like it's just it was made last year but it's I, yeah, it was. Even I kind of got like a little bit uncomfortable once really? or twice, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" But okay. yeah, it's. I I won't say much about it. I'm only gonna say is like everybody needs to watch it. It's okay. really good. It's <laughs> the enough. subject matter is obviously like really touchy, but it's it doesn't take away that the movie is incredible.
0: Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that one out too. Um. So, uh also the unreleased movie that I have not—I mean, it's released now—but the previously unreleased George Romero movie, The Amusement Park, came out. Oh fuck! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there's know. a there, there's a lot we need to talk about today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't watched The Amusement Park yet, though. I just haven't oh. had the time um to sit down and watch it. I know it's it's really short, right? It's like fifty-five minutes or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, but you watched it the first night, right? And how how did yeah, I watched grow? it
1: like it's there was like um a, a special kind of screening of it on shutter tv so it was that and then it was um a q and a with like his wife um sam zimmerman who's like the curator kind of thing for shutter um uh the guy's name is giving me cuz i haven't read it yet because i'm a dickhead um the living dead the oh, author daniel kraus he was on there and he was oh, okay. talking about it, and he talks about like how the book kind of came to him and like to write it and all that shit, which was okay. really interesting. Yeah, that's is that still on? Like, I know that the amusement park is, but is that like pre show or post? I don't know. It or? It, there might be like a separate thing for it, or they. I think it might be on the um, the YouTube channel for guards. Okay, yeah, I'll have maybe. to
0: check that out. But
1: yeah, it was really interesting, and like they talk about how. Um, at first, they didn't have any elements or anything for it, but then they found like an original sixteen millimeter print, and then that's why they scanned it in four K and everything. Wow, yeah, it was um, it's, oh, it's such a weird, it like it's Romero, but it's it's so different, but in, in a good way, right? And it's like, it starts off almost like a PSA. Right. So the, the guy comes on screen and he's like, oh, yeah, the, the movie you're about to watch is like about an elderly man. And it's like the guy who plays the elder man, elderly man talking about it. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> it's pretty much just him like, oh, yeah, he's going to go out and uh, enjoy a day at the amusement park. Like, right. what could happen? What could possibly go wrong? And all that stuff. And obviously, nothing <laughs> works out or goes properly for him. But as he's leaving to go out, he sees himself come in and he starts talking to him. But the himself that just came in is, you know, torn down, beaten up, tired, right. exhausted. And it's like, oh, what the hell is this about? And then you watch and he goes out into the into the amusement park and he's, you know, um, interacting with people and all that. But it's like, it honestly is like, it almost shows like how elderly people are treated right so different and i it's it's hard to tell because i'm not sure if it's like an actual kind of like film like that where it's like supposed to bring awareness to elderly people or i was like think it is like I, I i think that what the like the the legend
0: of the movie is is basically that like because romero did a lot of like the industrial films like he yeah did like a documentary on like oj simpson like back in the day right um like when he was still like an athlete not a murderer but um (laughs) uh, (laughs) but then you know um like yeah like he he was used to doing that stuff and uh, like he hadn't made dawn yet at this point so he was still just making like martin and the crazies and stuff is really known because romero got huge with dawn of the dead like everybody knows night of the living dead but like it didn't really take off for his career. Like, it's not like the crazies was put out by Universe. You know what I mean? Like, there's, like, yeah. he didn't really pick up after that. So he was still making these small, sort of industrial type movies. So I, I, I was told, or at least under the influence, that yes, it, it, it was, um, okay, like yeah. actual PSA. And then he just did his own thing with it. And they're like, we can't release this. What the fuck did you do with our money?
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, the main actor I'm gonna probably screw his last name up, but it's uh Lincoln Mazil. I don't know. But he he's in Martin. I was and, gonna say
0: I'm pretty sure that's that the the um the, the guy who, who uh kills him like the uncle or yeah I,
1: right? and at first I was like I was like, who the who the fuck is this guy? Like, I've never heard of him, I've seen him, and then he's like, oh yeah, he's in you know he he was in Martin, and I was like, what the fuck? And I went and looked, yeah. and I was like, holy shit, he's in it. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. like, I he, don't even know how that like got he's past. Like the me. Main like bad guy essentially. In <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, but even like yeah, you just watch him go through his day at the amusement park, and it's like. Um, it shows him like he's like oh yeah I only have a little bit of money or whatever so how much is it costing in the amusement park and it shows him like taking advantage it's like oh if you want in to experience everything it's this much you can give us some money now and all that stuff and he's like oh okay and I mean it's funny because I remember watching and I messaged you and I was like they have dawn of the dead music in this right. like the library cues and everything and, and I, I remember hearing that and I was I perked right up yeah <laughs> I was like had a smile on my face I was like man that's so cool because like here we are didn't know anything about this movie yeah until like a year or two ago and then all of a sudden it's like yeah this is pre-dawn of the dead and yeah. they're using and like ben, 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 ben. and i'm like holy right. fuck i was like right. man it's so cool which is funny because like that's like
0: so synonymous with dawn of the dead right yeah. <laughs> like to, to hear that that it was used before
1: in a different uh context yeah exactly and then, yeah, it's just, like, it shows, like, the downfall of, like, him pretty much. Because he's, like, he's so beaten and, like, tired of getting, you know, mistreated from all these people. And it's, like, it's true. It's, like, scarier than any other kind of, you know, horror movie. Because this is, like, supposed to be, you know, this is how it is, like, like, for elderly people back then, I guess. And even now, like, you hear about it. And it's like nursing homes or whatever, and there's like you know people oh, yeah. They're beating like the elderly, and exactly. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. How can you do that? I know. So in that aspect, it's like this is like truly a like a terrifying movie for that reason. And then there's even one scene where it it there's like a glimmer of hope, and he's talking to a little girl, and it's like nobody's running away or anything like that, and he's he's just sitting there and he's like having a moment with her. And they're doing like a puzzle or something. They are reading a he's reading her a book. And then the mom stands up and is like, all right, we gotta go and all of a sudden, And he's not finished the book. And he likes he starts reading quicker to try and, you know, because she actually the little girl was actually sitting there and giving him um, you know, like the time of day respect, yeah. sitting there listening. And then when the mom's like, all right, we gotta go, and he's still reading the book, he's frantic and he's trying to read, and then he just breaks down and starts crying because like the only person that was really listening to him or giving him any attention of any sort just that just up and goes like god right. and it's like holy fun like that act like that part specifically like hit with me i was like man i that's horrible yeah but yeah it was uh, i i loved it it was it was really good and it's yeah. it is strange it's so strange because it's not his normal movie but it's yeah so and like cool to see it even the poster lets you know, like, this isn't going to be a normal movie. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. Like, well, I, I
0: love that poster. That's such a cool design for it. It
1: is cool. I really like that. Yeah. I'm hoping... It, well, it should be getting a release. Right. That's the poster they use for it.
0: Yeah. Um The other thing, too, uh, that came out, and this kind of ties into our topic of, like, summer horror movies, is... Um, the Netflix came out with um, a three-part the the three-week uh, trilogy of Fear Street. I'm yeah. assuming you watched it or no? Oh yeah, I watched all three of them. Okay, I was so, so excited we,
1: for them. We watched. Did you ever read any of the Fear Street books or no? Yeah, a couple when I was young because I was like super into Goosebumps. Right, but at first I was like, oh, they, it doesn't look fun at all because it's like, even though they look like little, you know. Like, the picture for the Fear Street books. Some of them actually look like good horror movies. I was like, I don't know. It's just, like, Goosebumps was super colorful. Yeah. And Fear Street was kind of, like, dimmed down, like, um, adult stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm not about that right now. Right, exactly. But then as I got a little older, I was reading them. I was like, holy shit. I was like, this has the same kind of, like, fun factor, if not even better, than Goosebumps. Because some of them were actually, like, kind of creepy. Right. See, so I've never – like, I'm not a big R.L. Stein
0: person. Like, I don't think I ever yeah. read Goosebumps. Um, maybe, like, one book when I was a kid. Um, but, uh, like, I'd never even heard of Fear Streets before this. And then so Montana messaged me. She's like, oh, we should watch this. And then that was after the third one had already come out, okay? Yeah. So I, we, we were late to the game. And um, we watched the first one. And I'm just like – the whole time – In my head, I'm like, I don't know if I want to continue watching these. I'm like, this isn't that great. And I look over to her. She's like, well, we need to watch number two now. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, you liked it that much? So Montana has been obsessed with Fear Street. She's watched the second one like three times now. She loved it so much that she even went out and got, um, there's like a collection of three of the more recent Fear Street books. That kind of tie, yeah, it, it doesn't really tie into um into the show but it like mentions like sarah fear and like the good family and stuff That's so so, cool. so yeah so so she's like oh like i want to read this and she like plowed through like the first two books in like an afternoon and then she's she like she bought the the soundtrack too from fly by night in oshawa like on vinyl i'm like holy shit oh, you wow. are, she's hardcore into fear street but I, <laughs> at the end of the second one i'm just like oh man i'm like that like to me, I'm just like, okay, like it's it's literally like nothing that we haven't seen before. But she's like, I've never seen movies like this before. I'm like, what are you talking about? I like, this is the yeah, most adventure number two. Exactly. I'm like, this is the most generic horror series I've ever seen in my life, but she's she's she loves it. So as long as she loves it, then, then I'm excited for her. Like I can be passionate <laughs> kind of about her passion, but I'm like, I i do not
1: get this at all. I don't but, yeah, I don't know why I had such you know, the thing is part one. I was like, oh, yeah, it feels very 90s. The soundtrack right off the bat is 90s, 90s, 90s. Yeah. But what I think pulled me in so much is number one is very reminiscent of Scream Yeah, to a point. And I'm like...
0: Even the music is done by Marco Beltrami, who also did the Scream soundtrack. Yeah,
1: and I'm like, so. this is... I think this, that's why I'm so drawn into it. I'm like, I love the first one. The first Scream is so good. And then I'm watching, and I'm like, this... Yeah, this feels like almost like the first time when I was watching um screen right and then i was like okay yeah so i'm on board i'm like okay here we go i'm, I'm ready to watch it i want oh god <laughs> kid's toy just like goes off um and then like part two i was like okay summer camp stuff i was like i'm fully on board friday 13th you know right burning all that stuff i can i'm, I'm good for that and I remember watching. I was like, okay, yeah, this feels very much like it. And then it's like a slow burn in you know, the But as soon as that guy gets possessed, and the first kill he gets with that axe, I was like, all right, let's go. I'm <laughs> so ready for the rest of this. and like it's it doesn't shy away that much, which is good too. And I was kind of worried about that. Right. See, like, even though they show it, they flat like, out
0: just killed children, though, in that, and they didn't fucking oh, yeah. think twice about it. I yeah, was like,
1: they did. Okay, fair enough. They did not give <laughs> a fuck.
0: Yeah. Um, and, sorry, what, go what ahead. were you going to say? No, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, what, what really surprised me, though, um, was that like, these were supposed to be theatrical releases. They did not look or feel like theatrical releases at all. No. no. They, no, they feel don't. like Netflix movies, and I don't mean that to disparage them, but I mean, like, they
1: don't feel like theatrical releases at all. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, they're big, but they're not that big.
0: Right, exactly. Like, they, they clearly spent the majority of the money on the cast, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. Exactly, but, like, yeah, I was kind of blown away. I I was intrigued in, I think it was the part three, like, when they go back to the mall. Like, I, I like the whole, like, concept of, like, uh yeah. the the town uh like being built over top of like 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 the 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 tree in the mall was the same tree that she was like hung on and stuff like that yeah. that was cool right like that i was like okay this is this is i enjoy this but then like the rest of it i'm just like man like some of these people think that they're acting in a comedy and other you know what i mean like not yeah, the tone it was, was very inconsistent
1: to me yeah. at least. that's that's well, how i felt about it yeah there Um, yeah, I, I feel about that with some stuff, especially like the only, I remember like the only part that I kind of really laughed at that I thought was funny is like in the first one when they're all like making up and like, um, the, the girls and brothers and, the stall with the other girl yeah. and they're like all kissing and everything. <laughs> and then like, the guy starts jerking off. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, did you guys all do that? He's like, me too. Yeah, <laughs> And I just, I cracked up at that because I was like, it's so stupid the way he says it, but he's so happy about uh-huh. it. And I remember just like losing it. right? But other than that, it's like, yeah, when it was supposed to be like serious or whatever, I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm not taking it seriously. I'll right. just follow exactly. on the story. Exactly. But it was like, They were fun, but I don't know how much. Like probably part two, I'd watch again.
0: See, part two to me just and like it's a perfect day to be talking about this. But part two just felt like Friday the Thirteenth, and that's it. it And again, that's why Friday
1: the Thirteenth movie. You know what I mean? So I'm like, well, I would rather watch those than watch this. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? But I think that's why I got sucked into it too is because it feels so much like those movies. So right. I, I, it wasn't like, oh, I have to pay attention and see what's going on. I was like, right. I'm just going to watch people get killed and hacked up. And
0: and also Netflix flat out lied and said that that movie was shot at the same camp as part yeah. six. They, there was one shot and it's when they like dive off the thing. Like that's where like Tommy was like on the boat or whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's that one shot. And I'm like, huh?
1: okay. A bunch of lying bastards.
0: Right? But yeah, like, I I don't know. Like, I don't know. The the entire thing, I'm just like, all right. I mean, like, this is fine. Like, we've seen it. Like, it was a summer event. (laughs) Like, right. It's like all right, whatever. But like I've moved past it. But Montana's obsessed with it,
1: so that's that's so funny. Like that's great though. That's she's so go, about
0: he, it. Is so into it. It's actually like <laughs> the next night she was watching like interviews with the cast. She's like, I need to learn everything about this. And I'm like, all right, fair. I'm like, I love the passion. I just don't get the property it's, that it's about. It's funny because
1: like I remember just doing that for like other movies, like movies yeah. that you and I like. Oh, like exactly. Like crazy, like, and, and she's yeah. like, I'm gonna do that with this though.
0: Exactly. And, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like the first time that I watched Dawn of the Dead, the next day, I was instantly like listening to the soundtrack. I'm like, oh shit, like yeah. this movie's like impacted me on a deep level. And yeah, that exactly. actually felt about um, uh, Fear Tree*, which I'm like, again, like I love the passion, I just don't get it, but that's all.
1: Yeah, that's a thing too. It's like like you said, like it, I, I just, I think it's cool that it's like, you guys are obviously younger than me, but something that's out there Has the same effect on her that had the effect of you and I with certain movies. Yeah, exactly. And then it's still kind of going. You know what I mean? Like it's it's 2021 now, and she's doing what you and I did for Dawn, or you know, Day, or you know, Return of Living Dead, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. It's cool that it's still it's still around. Like it still gets somebody that into it that like I want to learn everything about it. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's really cool, and I, I didn't think like a lot of people would or a lot of things would have that effect on people nowadays well, still
0: especially because like that's not her at all like you know what i mean like she's she doesn't <laughs> yeah. do that about things like even like like when i showed her like dawn of the Dead, like she's interested in it and like we watch like the um like the making of and stuff like she's interested in that stuff but she's just not like passionate about it but like to watch her yeah. get passionate about Fear Street and I'm just like all right good for you like that's awesome like I'm glad that you have <laughs> this 20 you. other movies that you could have been like that but you chose me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then and then it's so funny too because on uh Netflix I was I was really feeling to watch Psycho because it's been a couple years since I watched it. Yeah I like, seen that oh, cool. you posted they, the
1: other day. Yeah
0: I was like cool they they have it on Netflix. And um first of all this is my biggest problem with Netflix is I click it and the audio sounds like shit, and it's not in like um, uh, like the 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 widescreen or anything like that. Like it, it's it's as oh, if they yeah. it's as if they ripped it from a VHS copy, because there's so many um, like film scratches and just like like oh. all the like noise on the screen, basically. Like you know what I'm talking about. You've seen movies on yeah. VHS before, and like the picture's really blurry. And I'm like, how do you expect like psycho's gonna die if yeah. they don't aren't putting out like there's a beautiful blu-ray copy of it
1: why can't there's
0: they put a, the 1080p version of psycho on netflix because there's a
1: beautiful 4k restoration they just did right, right well, of an
0: uncut version of the movie that's right so that that's even more offensive to me then because it's like that should be on there yeah right like this movie is going to die because anyone that's like oh, hey, like, I'm kind of interested in horror movies. Oh, I've heard about Psycho. Let me click this. First of all, they have to get over the fact that it's black and white. Then secondly, they have to get over the fact that it looks like a fucking VHS tape. Eighth generation VHS fucking copy. That's never going to happen. Like, unless I, like, I put it on that movie on Netflix. I'm like, I need to grab my Blu-ray. I didn't because I'm fucking lazy right now. But I'm like, (laughs) I need to grab this Blu-ray because Montana's never seen Psycho. And she instantly was like, I think I would like the remake better. Like, after the first scene. And I'm like, huh, funny you say that, because the remake is actually a shot-for-shot shot one of this. So if you're going to watch this one, then you're going to watch the remake, essentially. <laughs> like, it's it's
1: the same thing. I, yeah, I remember watching the remake and being like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm all for it. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I don't know why I'm just not watching the original one. Exactly, exactly. Because, it's like... like- I, the only thing I liked was um, William Hickey in it. Right. Like as uh, the detective or whatever. Yep. He He's great. I love him. Right. But like even, um, what's his name? Who the plays Norman Vince, Bates. It's spawn Yeah. I was like, what a weird choice. Because it's up so to that 90s. point, that it was comedy, comedy, comedy. So <laughs> Yeah. Right. And then to watch him sit there looking through people jerking off i was like this is weird because he's not being funny about it he's actually being creepy yeah exactly and i like maybe that's exactly what they were trying to do but i was like this just seems weird and i was like I, i'll just watch the old one yeah exactly and like <laughs> right like i i appreciate
0: it from as like the biggest um like artistic <laughs> uh thing ever because it, this guy is he like gus van sant was so obsessed Psycho. That like in film school, he made like a, a shampoo commercial, like as one of his things. But it was like oh, the shower yeah. scene in Psycho. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, I he, remember that. This is a major passion project for him, and he's oh, like, yeah. fuck it. He's like, I. His whole thing was, you know, like kid, and I agree with him to, to some extent. He's like, kids aren't gonna watch the original Psycho. Not because Psycho is a bad movie, but because it's in black and white. And all the reasons that I explained, right? He's like, it's in black yeah. and white. Like, there's a lot they have to get over. He's like, so I'm going to modernize it. But the movie itself is perfect. He's like, so I'm going to do all the same shots and have the actor say the exact same script. So, I, right? Like, and it's a genius move. But yeah. I also don't think that it
1: succeeds in the same way. No, yeah. It. It's just like... Yeah, like, how you say, I respect that and everything, and it is cool that he did that, so, like, younger audiences could appreciate it more, but it's just, like, for you and I, I would just go watch The Overdome. Yeah,
0: yeah, because you and I are capable of watching older movies, That's,
1: (laughs) that's the problem, it's like, yeah, like,
0: so what, what, you were, you were born in 89, right? Yeah. So, Psycho came out in 60, so what's that, 29 years before you were born? Yeah. So that's, like, almost the equivalent of, like, Jurassic Park to my kid. That's, you know what I mean? Like, isn't that weird? So weird? That, that so weird. Like, that just weird. sounds strange. And, like, even Jurassic Park was, like, three years before me. But, like, still. But, like, I don't know. It's, it's just strange that it's, like,
1: I don't know. <laughs> like, it, it, it's weird. It is weird. It's, weird. it's weird to think, especially when you put it into perspective. I'm, like, well man, that was before my time, like, a right. long time. And then to think Jurassic Park came out before you were born. I'm yeah. sitting here, like holy fuck yeah
0: wow before i was born yeah but that's my favorite movie movie. right so yeah um but yeah but like i don't like i i love doing that like i love thinking about like the equivalent distance of like what like when i was born to like when something like major like life event happened yeah right and and then like thinking about like how like my son is gonna perceive that right Mm. because like uh, so, Dawn of the Dead came out in 78. I think it was, what, like, 18 years old when I was born. And then, but it's almost 50 year. You know, like, it, it's, like, yeah, 45 it's- years from James being born, right? So, oh. it's, like, holy shit. Like, that's a huge difference. Like, this movie is only 18 years old. So, putting it now, that's a movie that came out in, what, 2002? <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. Or 2003? Like, that's almost the a remake- Dawn of the Dead remake. We're almost... Yeah. We're almost as far today as the Dawn of the Dead remake as I was from the original Dawn of the Dead when I was born. Yeah, that is... uh, So, yeah, it's just weird. Right, and like you think of these movies as being modern, but you're like, holy shit, Like they're going to perceive those movies as old looking. And if that's the case, how are they ever going to watch movies from the 70s or movies Mm -hmm. from the 60s and earlier, right? But that doesn't mean that those are bad movies, but they're just going to be incredibly dated and slow paced and... Right, like it's just—I don't know—it's crazy. Yeah. I, I think about this often, actually. <laughs> like I, I'm <laughs> not even so exaggerating. It, it
1: it takes up a lot of my my thinking day. <laughs> it, it, like you said, it is cool to think about. Like I I I didn't even realize like Dawn's coming up on fifty years. Yeah, like, like that's yeah. insane. Yeah, in like
0: seven years, it's gonna be fifty. Yeah, that's that's wild. It's right. so wild. Yeah, it's like what forty-four years now. Uh yeah, Roughly. I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> <clears throat> oh, another thing. Uh hopefully if all goes well and you know the Delta variant doesn't fuck anything up, yeah. We will be able to return to oh, Friday yeah. in the falls.
0: Yeah hell yeah. This October. We're so, we're so excited for
1: that. Honestly, like I met Ken, which is he just recently got announced, which was fucking awesome. Yeah. I met him at um, uh, Festival of Fear when Rumor Remark- was doing that. And it was like a reanimator uh, from beyond reunion. So right. it was him, Barbara Crampton, Bruce Abbott. And I was like, this is so cool. But then I look back at the pictures and they're like kind of blurry because the person taking the picture was an idiot. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, my picture with Ken's ruined. So like right. he got announced. I was like, fuck, yes, I'll be able yeah. to get a picture with him again. And like I was looking, they already had people that they didn't announce yet, like Ken Kronizga, uh, K- Yeah. Kersinger <laughs> from uh, Freddy oh, vs. Jason. Yeah. Uh, Michael Berryman's going to be there, which I'm really excited about too because I wanted to meet him for a while. Oh, he's so nice. I know. Yes. I, he just look at him and, like, he seems like the nicest person in the world. And I remember, like... Remind me to tell you a story. I Have I told you my Michael Berryman story or no? I think so. With you guys at the convention?
0: Yeah, but we were at the bar afterwards. Like, the, the hotel lobby bar. <laughs> I and, think so. Uh, yeah. Um, what was it? I mean, uh, it was
1: something about, like, his girlfriend, no, right? No, that, like,
0: that, so much- that was that night, but that was Tony Todd getting broken up by his <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> Which is my favorite story? That entire night was crazy because my dad was like really good like buddies with Alex Vincent, like the kid from Child's Play. Like that yeah. night, like they for some reason just hung out all night and were, like <laughs> hit it off like friends. <laughs> so, like my so like it's it's me and then my dad. My dad's hanging out with Alex Vincent. Then right beside Alex Vincent is Kane Hodder, like hanging out with us. And then Tony <laughs> Todd comes over, starts talking with them. Then he goes gets broken up by his girlfriend <laughs> in that <laughs> whole situation. So just, just before we went up, uh, like, to go to bed for the night, I, I was walking by, and I want, like, I saw Michael Berryman sitting, he's just talking with people, and he, like, brings me over, he he goes, hello, young man, how are you doing, he, like, shook my hand, and I'm like, good, good, like, how are you, he's like, he's like, I'm doing great, he's like, you know, um, and then he just, he started telling me a story about, like, how he met, like, Rod Serling, and then, like, he, he's like, I'm a, I'm a big Twilight Zone fan. Like, I've loved this horror stuff since I was a kid. Like, uh, he's like, the nicest person I ever met was Rod Sterling. And he was just telling all this stuff. And then he goes, and you remind me of Rod Sterling. Are you a writer, young man? And I'm like, I, I I kind of am. He, he's like, I can tell. He's like, you're going to do good things. And I'm like, thank you so much, Michael Berry. <laughs> and then she went
1: upstairs. He was such that's a That's actually guy. so cool. <laughs> yeah, he was such a sweet guy. Um, that's that's really good. I, I'm excited now to, to meet him. Yeah. Um, Lou Ferrigno was going to be there. Okay. I Lou uh, Frigno used to do like every convention ever. Like
0: my, my yeah. parents used to take us to like, like all across the States. Like we'd go to conventions. Like that was our holidays pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Cause like my parents are really into comic books. Um, So we would go and like at every single convention, we were always certain that Lou Ferrigno was going to be there because he just did every <laughs> show ever. Um, that's so but I, I haven't seen him at a show in a bit. So that's it's no. actually kind of surprising.
1: Um, lisa loring which is wednesday adams from the original sixty yep. uh, yep. 60s show linnea quigley which i'm excited for she comes to every fright in the falls Linnea, i know Frightmare. and i the, the one year i went she wasn't there and then the one year i don't go she yep. was there that's and I was so like funny. fuck this yeah um and last year I'm so pissed. I, I i think i
0: told you this or if not last year um the what was it, 2019, Um, when I went with Montana, she hadn't seen Return of the Living Dead yet, and there was, like, a booth of, like, all the, like, biker stuff, like, the, um, like, the leather jackets with, like, horror stuff on the back, so Montana was just looking through that, and then Linnea Quigley was, like, walking behind her, and I was, like, yeah. oh my god, and I, I, like, went to say something, and then, like, um, uh, Montana was like backing up and like almost bumped into her she's like oh my goodness I'm so sorry sweet <laughs> and I'm like, Montana she's famous she's like no she's not that lady I'm like yeah trust me <laughs> <her>, she's famous
1: <laughs> so yeah was- Oh man. and then another one that um, just kind of went by I didn't even know is uh, Mitch Markowitz is going to be there oh is he the guy yeah. from
0: Hilarious House of Frankenstein
1: which also I know I told you but like that's coming to Blu-ray that's awesome the whole series and everything's uh, apparently they like they paid a lot of money to pass the music rights. i was
0: gonna say because those music some like so when i watched the show on the space channel when i was a kid it didn't have it um but they would always have like where it would start the wolfman segment and then he would be like all right i'm gonna play this song for you and that sounds more like beetlejuice (laughs) than the wolfman but um (laughs) But then he he would be like setting up a record and then like the phone rings and then he answers it and he goes, oh, sorry. Like the the account told me I can't play this. And he like hangs up the phone. He's like, sorry about that. And then it just cuts to a different segment. (laughs) But that that would do it for every single one. But I'm like, fuck. So my, my dad was always like, man, it sucks because like, for, like, the Wolfman segment, like, Igor comes out and they start dancing to, like, the grooviest background <laughs> of, like, the 70s. And it's just, like, terrible special effects. So, like, I, I never saw the actual Wolfman segment until it was on um, the DVD copies that we had. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, but then I, I know that, like, some of the DVD copies don't have the Wolfman segment. So it's always been uh, up in the air. Uh, but that's mm-hmm. that's really exciting that it's going to be on Blu-ray mm-hmm. with that um did you hear also that there's gonna be like an animated kid show of it oh yeah yeah i see yeah. that the other day too they're, they're gonna be like little five minute episodes that are going up on youtube but like it's that's cool the the design
1: is so cute though <laughs> yeah that's like that'll be perfect for like you know showing james or like oh, i'd even show reese that, yeah, that i want to get him into that yeah exactly like what a perfect way to do it like let's exactly. do a kid show right exactly go. And then, um, I don't know, I just had something else I was going to say, but I can't fucking remember now. I don't know. It just escaped my mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we talk? You want to uh, talk to summer some, horror movies? Summer Absolutely. Horror, summer uh, horror. Sure, okay, so what, do you want to start off? Just talk yeah. about
0: summer stuff?
1: Yeah, um, I remember, like, I don't know, because especially being on, like, summer break when I was younger and whatnot. And like going to Blockbuster and like renting all these movies, and it was like, I just remember I was like, oh yeah, all these are like summertime kind of themed. And I was like, these are fun. Like it's almost like you watch and it's like, oh yeah, you know you know what's gonna happen, but it's like you get to see them do like you know all the stuff you would do at camp. They dick yeah. around, and it's like, oh wait, never mind, you guys are gonna get slaughtered, right? <laughs> and obviously, like. The biggest one is friday the 13th like you right. can't get past that one but then there was like some other ones that were like well known but not as like maybe as big like sleep the away burning, camp. sleepaway camp i mean yeah. the burning was shot there's like a big thing that that and um what's it called friday the 13th were like shot at the exact same time right on opposite sides of the lake and there's um another movie uh Mother's Day from the eighties was shot on the other side of the camp when they were shooting Friday the Thirteenth, and I was like, "What the fuck? How are they shooting three movies in right. the same area at the same time?" So it's like kind of weird, but yeah, it was just like you always like felt for these kids, like they're just trying to go and do something with their summer, and then they just end up getting <laughs> killed, slaughtered. Well, it's murdered. yeah, it's it's the same as. Um... Like one thing that always
0: comes to mind when I think of summer and horror um is uh the segment the raft from creep show 2. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like those kids didn't commit any crime. They were just wanting to yeah. go to swim. And then and then the garbage bag eats them alive. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like holy shit. Like those until that guy gets like really rapey on the raft. Like oh, they didn't, yeah. they didn't do anything wrong. You know what I mean? Like there's no reason why these kids had to die. They were just looking for fun, and they found a little swimming hole, and they're like, "Let's go swimming." And then that's yeah. that's all that they did. But then at, at the end of the movie, it like pans over, and then it's like, "Do not swim." <laughs> right? So it's like, yeah. "Oh, they should have read." These poor kids are illiterate. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's that's so true. That's that's so the crime. True. It's 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 actually this huge uh, social political message about how American kids aren't aren't literate now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh fuck <laughs> yeah. That, that one that is like that is like, a good uh, excitement. It's it it's so summer. Like, yeah. Going to like a lake. Yeah, exactly. I remember doing that when I was younger. But then like I remember like there's like. A A titles, B titles and then there's like C and D titles that are just like absolute <laughs> crap or like people are doing this on like their backyard. Right. And I always remembered one of them. It was called Bloody Murder and it was from 2000. And I remember going into Blockbuster and just seeing it and it's like a super super shit movie but there's something so fun about it. And like the killer has like one of those shitty Jason masks that look like... Oh, it's like a goalie mask, but yep. they're trying to pull him off as Jason. I, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then he's got, like, this chainsaw, too. So it's like, oh, he's a big fan of Leatherface as well, I guess. But it's like, even <laughs> even the synopsis. Plans for a summer filled with fun and romance turned to terror for a group of young counselors. It's like, that's every fucking summer camp. <laughs> right. Or a movie like that. Exactly. Sex, drugs and then die. Exactly. But I remember like watching this movie and being like I don't know what it is like I can't stop watching it. It's like it's got me hooked for some reason. And then what made me realize why I was having so much fun with it is somebody gets the chainsaw through the back and then you see it. So it's like that um Texas Chainsaw uh 2 gimmick with um Leatherface when he gets the chainsaw and they kind of turn sideways so you can see it's all the way through. Right. But the killer is doing it and then he pulls up on the chainsaw a bit, but the front of the chainsaw stays in the same place, but the motor in the back moves up a bit. So it's right. like, what the fuck just happened? Right. And I remember being like, this is amazing. This is so bad. It's so <laughs> incredible. I'm having so much fun with it. And I remember like they put part two out and I was like, holy fuck. But that was like several years later, but that was actually like hot garbage. Like, it was the worst. <laughs> like, the first one was bad, but the second one was like, this This has no place in anybody's you know, collection, or to be seen, because it was just right. that bad. Right. But it's just like, I remember like, we went to a place in uh, grade school. It was called Camp Candelore. Okay. And we went there, and it was like, man, I'm bringing my Jason mask. Like, I have to. Because <laughs> it was like, you know, all like the girls and stuff, they were all scared, and it was fun to do, because, like, he just scared the shit out of everybody. Right. But I remember, like, in, uh, what was it? It's pretty much in every Friday the 13th movie, where he just, like, busts through the door, and it, like, breaks, or, like, he throws a dead body through the window. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, telling my buddy to go inside and, like, open up the windows, because it was, like, that really shitty mesh netting for the window. Right. And I, like, ran and jumped through it, and, like, Everyone screamed, right? And like it was like <laughs> blood curling and I was like, "Holy shit!" And I had to close the windows quick because you could see that like the window was obliterated. Right. So I had to close the blinders and everything. And like <laughs> I remember like the counselors coming in. I was like, "Holy fuck!" I was like, "This is this is a Friday the Thirteenth movie right now." Like yeah. this is just set up and everything. What was all that noise? And I was like, "Right." Uh, I just scared them. And I remember I got like my mask taken away for <laughs> the remainder of the time. And man, it was like. Lights Out was, like, nine or something. But when you walked around there, I I, I was, like, reliving the first Friday. Right. Like when they were with Storm, I was like, man, I wish I just had a camera right now. Because, like, this would be so fun to just make something here. Yeah. And it was just such a fun experience that I was, like, I remember especially getting home after that. And I, I'm pretty sure, like, I binged all those movies, too. And I just, like, went through them so quick. Right. Like, man, that just makes me think of it. And then, you know, like, there's, like, 10 of those, 12 of those. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay. But then I remember, like, breaking off and, like, trying to find some other ones like that. And I remember um, pretty much seeing Sleepaway Camp for the first time. And I was like, it's so much more, like, Friday the 13th is, like, they're kind of upbeat and everything. And it's just, like, all the counselors are happy. and Obviously, until stuff happens. But then you watch, like, Sleepaway Camp, and it's just, like, weird from the get-go. Yeah. Exactly. Especially with the ant. The ant's all fucking... Oh, I forgot. Why did I tie this string on my finger? And he's like, oh, I remember now. I remember. <laughs> it's like, holy fuck. But even that, when they go there, I'm like, yeah, this is... I remember, like, that was, like, how it was set up at the camp that we went to. I remember we went canoeing and all that stuff. And... I just remember, like, I it was, like, a sub-genre that I was really into for, like, the longest time, because it was, like, if I didn't go somewhere for summer, I had summer camp, I'd watch those movies, and then the, that was, like, me going that's, to summer camp. Exactly, that's your experience,
0: and they're yeah. all, like, the exact same movie anyway, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> and it was, um, but I remember watching that movie, and I was like, oh, we didn't get to do, like, archery or anything like that because i was like that would have been fun to do that but they probably wouldn't like trust all these little kids to be shooting bows yeah but i that movie i remember being super surprised obviously by the ending because i was like what the fuck is happening right but then there's like one shot in there where uh his name is mel like the old guy that's like hitting on meg right and i remember the light goes on and he's like, Oh, what are you doing, you little bastard or whatever? And he gets shot in the neck with an arrow and it goes all the way through and you see it. Yeah. But when you watch it, there's no there's no cut, there's nothing, and it's all one shot where you see the arrow go through his throat. And I remember, I was like, Is that man dead for real? <laughs> because you can't there's no way, it doesn't even look like a prosthetic. It's all same skin color, and right. I was actually blown away. I was like, that could possibly be one of my my favorite effects in a movie because like right. i couldn't tell like i just couldn't figure it's, out how they it did it i felt. had no fucking clue i was like holy shit they just killed this old man on t- <laughs> yeah. on, on screen it's like they cannibal can holocaust. holocaust yeah <laughs> <laughs> like they're gonna have to go to court and everything to make sure that like, this man's still alive they <laughs> they got an old town drunk that nobody gave a fuck about <laughs> <laughs> oh man um yeah, um, like, is there any ones that you want to talk about that you kind of like?
0: Um, I mean, like, I don't know. It, it's hard to say because, like, there's, like, there are movies that I associate with, like, watching in the summer. Um, but that doesn't necessarily make it, like, summer yeah, I, movies. Like, I think
1: I, that's good, though.
0: Yeah, because, like, I, I know that I got in shit when we did the Christmas episode, and I said The Shining as a fucking Christmas movie, and, and the thing, and people were giving me shit about it. Um, but, like, it's, it's like, the, those movies are ones that I watch around then because it reminds me of, like, being isolated and, like, in yeah. the winter. Um, so, like, personally, like, I, I think of, like, the, the Hatchet series for summer. Like See, I do that I, but,
1: feels like summer movies, though. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think it's just, like, this is going to sound so weird, but I think you might understand what I'm saying. But, like, there are movies that just feel hot and sweaty. No, yeah. And, and that, that reminds me of summer. Much. Yeah,
1: and, and the Hatchet movies feel very hot and sweaty to me. Yeah, right. Like, so Louis- as soon as I think of Louisiana, I'm like, I don't want to go there because I'm going to sweat. Oh, exactly. Yeah, you're gonna get sweat, shot, or eaten by an alligator. <laughs> like those are one of those things is definitely gonna happen. No, yeah. See it, yeah, I guess I like I just meant summer Yeah, I should for probably sure. say summer horror. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. that feels very much like a summer movie. Yeah, it Maybe does like Friday the thirteenth, part nine, nowhere near the camp, but that's a summer movie because I just associated with it, I guess. Right it's nowhere near the camp it's mainly at his house and like in a town but it's like it's a small town that you would go to or drive by and stop in on a road trip in the summertime right and it just it has a feel it's like a small police station and when you see the one uh scene where like um jason's in one body by now and it's like the diner's literally diagonally across the street from the police station, and that's like that's old town fucking hot summer stinking heat. <laughs> yep. Like that's just a place you would go to. And I think that. So yeah, it's Yeah. It might not um, be another one too that I
0: just thought of because I'm just looking over at my bookshelf. Um uh the Stephen King uh Bag of Bones is a oh, good yeah. movie that takes place in the summer. Yeah, I love uh, that movie. Yeah, that's Uh, Like, I loved the book, and then you said that the movie was good, so I bought, like, one of those, like, eight Stephen King movie collections for five bucks or whatever it was, and uh, it had Bag of Bones on it, and I watched it. It's actually, like, a decent movie. I was really surprised. Pierce Brosnan's
1: good, isn't it? Yeah. I
0: I like them. Yeah. I Honestly, like, I'm a 90s kid, so, like, Pierce Brosnan is my James Bond. (laughs) Yeah. Mainly because of the GoldenEye uh, game for the N64. Um (laughs) But, like, yeah, like, every time I hear the name James Bond, like, he's my Bond. And I know that, like, a lot of, like, Bond aficionados are like, oh, he's the worst James Bond. And they, like,
1: get really pissy about it. But, like, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Well, no, even, like, I guess when I started watching it, that's what I started with, too. So he would be my Bond as well. Like, Sean Connery obviously did Bond for a while. Yeah. And then, you know, Daniel Craig now. But I'm like, no, Pierce Brosnan is always – I'm always going to think of him yeah
0: exactly like that's i don't know just something about him like his face to me is synonymous with the name of james bond
1: yeah like you think goldeneye and i honestly just see that poster with him on it anyway no, exactly exactly um yeah i'm I'm trying to think though like about like any other and then like even even though um return of the living dead is set on um yeah that's you the- know July well, yeah, or whatever,
0: yeah the third of july yeah so that dude, is a summer, movie. a summer movie too that's yeah like very much a summer movie see um a, a great um like two days of movies would be um return of the living dead on on july 3rd and then jaws on july 4th because yeah, that's exactly that's when like part of that movie takes place right like the whole thing is about leading up to the fourth of july so like that's a great two days of movie watching I mean, like, all of the Jaws movies in general um, I think of, when I think of Summer anyways.
1: Yeah, I... Honestly, I haven't watched Jaws in a while, and I need to. (laughs) Yes, Yes, you do. Jaws is a
0: fucking perfect
1: movie. (laughs) I remember, like... If you
0: say it's boring, I'm going to kill
1: you because you no, want to no. Slaughterhouse Massacre 7. I, You're like, this is the best fucking movie I've ever seen. I I, I like it. I've just been so long. Like, I don't remember a whole lot. Like, I obviously remember the ending. The um, ending I'll never forget. Okay, yeah, you need to. Okay, first of all, you need to rewatch Jaws like the moment
0: that we fucking end this call, first of all. <laughs> Secondly, um, mm-hmm. Jaws 2 is a terrible Jaws movie when compared to the original, but it's an amazing slasher movie. Like Jaws <laughs> 2 Jaws yeah. 2 doesn't fuck around at all. Like it doesn't try to be good in the way that Jaws is good, but it's like, we're just going to be mm-hmm. a slasher movie on the water before slasher movies were even really a thing. Cause Jaws 2 came out in 78, right? So like Friday the 13th, oh, hadn't yeah. even uh, came out yet, but it's literally just like a slew of bodies. And then they kill teenagers for being horny. That's literally Jaws 2. <laughs> <laughs> jaws 2 is the best friday the 13th movie i've ever seen <laughs> that's
1: so funny yeah
0: like honestly like jaws 3 is terrible um and there's stuff to like in jaws 4 but like jaws 1 is like cinematic brilliance and jaws 2 like i said is a great slasher movie but
1: that's it <laughs> and is then Jaws like, 3 is flat out awful there's even uh there's like an unofficial jaws 5 that yeah, like yeah cool uh, right yeah, I'm Bruno Matei directed and like. So you're copy.
0: gonna watch that shit before you watch Jaws. <laughs> what
1: the hell's wrong with you? I'm gonna end this podcast. <laughs> 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 what no, I, the fuck? I, I'm gonna I I'm almost positively seen it like at Walmart for like fifteen bucks on like the 4K. So I'm gonna pick it up because I need it. to watch it. And, and honestly,
0: even even the actual like Blu-ray itself, when that first came out, yeah. my dad and I looked at each other, we're like, this is the clearest Blu-ray we've ever seen ever. Yeah, I
1: remember reading the reviews
0: for it. Like and then it, it's crazy though too, because like on the Blu-ray, there's a special feature where they show you oh how the restoration it up. yeah, and it's yeah. crazy. Like there's one person that literally like like it was, like one artist got hired for like each scene of the movie, and they spent mm. like one month on a scene just cleaning up every single frame. Yeah, right. Like a lot of love and
1: care. Man, that's how it should be done though, because obviously that movie looks great now, and like other movies that are done like that look good. But man, that is like. That's dedication to spend a month. Yeah, on, on up, one know, scene exactly. Quinn getting bit
0: in half. Right, and and that's literally what it was. And they went through <laughs> but like, and it's crazy though because like it shows you like how degraded the film got, and yeah. like it's awful. Like you can barely recognize the movie. Like the colors are so completely like worn out. The there's so many scratches and stuff on it, but they fixed it up so perfectly. Like it's yeah. it's honestly like a
1: beautiful Blu-ray. So, so the four cool. K is probably even better, but. Yeah. Um, another one that you obviously would have grown up with was, well, I grew up with it too, but I mean, like for being you know, a bit younger, was Jeepers Creepers. Oh yeah. yeah That's yeah. a summertime movie. Like, oh yeah. It's, you know, shitty as, you know, it's, it's hard because like, yeah, the director yeah. is so shit. Like what happened to him, so, like, yeah. or what he did is <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's unspeakable. It's not what happened to him. It's what yeah. Him. I, that threw me off. Yeah. Is unspeakable, but then it's like people freak out at you for enjoying the movie. Like, I, the movie itself is entertaining, but again, like what he did was not right or anything no. Exactly. Like that. Well,
0: that's that. That's the thing, though. Is I I can one hundred
1: percent separate the art from the artist. Yeah, you know you what I mean. See like so many people being like, "No, I'll never watch it again." And I'm like, oh, "That's like, fine," but like that doesn't make any. It doesn't. Like, uh, to me, I don't know, like, this is gonna get into
0: a sticky situation, so I'll only briefly talk about it, but, like, it's something where, like, horror fans, not everybody, obviously, but, like, a lot of people, and even, like, the, the like, writing community or reading community, they'll be like, I will never read Lovecraft because he holds racist views, but in every single Stephen King book, he drops the N-word, like, 150 times and has, ch- like, children in it having sex with each other, you know what I mean? So it's, like, it's it's such a double standard in a way yeah and like nobody's like don't get me wrong people are like you're like stephen king's gross and i get that like you have your opinions i don't really care but like for people to be like i can't read this because this person used a certain word or this person holds a certain belief i'm like and if you didn't have the internet you would never know any of that so like that's the thing is like i really don't think that like having access to celebrities or even politicians or anybody's thoughts 24 7 is a good yeah. idea you know what exactly. i mean like that's exactly we, we shouldn't have instant access to celebrities at our beck and call if we want to tweet something to them or if they want to say some really stupid opinions that they have yeah. because like then it's just going to change how people feel about them and yeah, like exactly ma- and maybe it's for the best, but also maybe it's not because like, what if, because now like, just because someone has an opinion, like, I'm, I'm not going to get into like all the stuff, but like you and I, like we were fans of, um, the shockwaves podcast. And then there's yeah. certain allegations about one of the the hosts that, yeah. I mean, hasn't really come to light. But nowadays, if you say that you even like anything that that person's done, you're perceived as a piece of garbage. Yeah, you know what I mean, like which
1: doesn't make sense
0: because like well, it's 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 also especially because like if somebody's gone to court over something that they've done, then fine, hundred percent. If if I'm still ardently being like, oh, I fucking love that guy, then yeah, it's, it's kind of weird for me to do that. Yeah. you know what I mean, like like if somebody like I don't know, I know that like Roman Polanski's done terrible things, but that doesn't change the fact that Rosemary's Baby is a great movie.
1: Yeah,
0: you know what I mean, and like then,
1: like yeah, even even. That is has the exact same time right. it's so weird yeah okay i'm just gonna say like richard stanley like yes. there's even evidence of him going to court and things getting dropped out but it's like no nobody will work with him again now exactly well that's yeah
0: exactly like and and that's the thing too is like even on on this very podcast like we've had a guest um who I'm not talking about Brad, but like we've, we've, <laughs> no. had, we've had, um I mean, like Max Landis was on the show. There were allegations yeah. against him. He's technically canceled by Hollywood, but that doesn't change the fact that Chronicle's is a fucking great movie. And you know what I mean? And that he's a genuinely, like he's a good writer. And uh he like, and even John Landis, you know what I mean? Like there's like, yeah. there's just so many things that it shitty things happen in people's lives. Allegations are made about things, but if ultimately if they don't come to mean anything, then what I like we are not allowed to be fans of things anymore. Exactly. Like like if if it came out tomorrow that Steven Spielberg was like a chronological pedophile, it makes me it doesn't make me think that E.T. and Jurassic Park and Jaws and Schindler's List are all perfect movies. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't yeah. change anything. Like it no. just means that that he's a terrible person. But yeah. that doesn't change how great the movies are. And, again, oh, exactly. if, if we didn't have the internet and if we didn't have, like, widespread media, we wouldn't know that. We wouldn't know any of it. Right. So then it literally wouldn't matter. Yeah. Like, o- only the people around him would know that. And then that's on them, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, sorry. We just went off on a tangent there. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Um, I don't know how this escaped me, but, like, one of the biggest, like, summer horror movies could be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. yeah the absolutely. original one. Like, yeah. that... Yeah. It takes when a lot they're of in again. the car driving and they're oh, sweating, I'm sweating. Exactly. I'm like, holy fuck, I can't even imagine that heat. Or like when they're in the house, the stench they just of the house flies and i'm Like yeah. that is summer. Like. Oh yeah. And it's like again, it's them going on a road trip or doing something with their summertime, but then it gets fucked up, and I'm like, I want to watch that.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's funny because like. The basically how to
1: not die is don't go on a summer road trip with your friends, <laughs> yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> well, there's that, and then look at Hills Have Eyes, yeah, going on a summer trip, and they decide to stop and set up, yep. and then like Even, that's a bad idea, yeah, and Wrong Turn as well, Wrong Turn, yeah. Um, Cabin uh, Fever, like cabin <laughs> Fever, yeah, Evil Dead to a degree,
0: but all, although Evil Dead feels like a fall movie,
1: yeah, yeah, that's more fall, but um, um like I know what you did last summer yeah it has the that summer in the, the title yeah exactly. it's so funny yeah because I, I don't think about 90s
0: horror movies that much um but uh yeah I don't know if I ever told you about this but that was one of the first images from horror movies that I've ever seen um was uh we we were having some sort of family event I was maybe like two or three tops and yeah. um my grandpa wanted to watch. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> my parents had it and he's like, I want to watch this. And then um, I don't like, I've never actually seen the movie. I've only seen this one part, but he's like, oh, you can watch this with me. So I'm like sitting on his lap watching. And then like the the guy with the hook comes in. I, I remember it very vividly but like I don't know any context for it but they're like in I think like a kitchen or something and you just see like the hook and I remember turning my head into his chest being like nope I am not watching this or it's not <laughs> happening because I, I think he was even like oh they're gonna get it and I'm like oh boy <laughs> so it's it, so awesome yeah but it, it's so funny though too because like in my head, to me, like this is why I never want to watch it. Because in my head, that's the scariest shit I've ever seen in my life. When I watched <laughs> the trailer for it, I'm like, how is this the same movie? Yeah. I'm like, this looks terrible. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? Like, I um, um, but that's gonna be remade, right? Isn't there a, like
1: a Blumhouse remake coming out of it? I don't know if that might be happening, but I know Amazon's doing a series. Maybe that maybe that's and there's gonna... like a picture and everything out. Um they just put out some stuff for it. Actually, maybe that's what I'm thinking of and uh yeah um but yeah like even like this i consider this like it could definitely be a summer or fall well it is a fall movie but i think of it as a summer movie sometimes as well as like the fog yeah uh, it's you know like i
0: think the fog, it, it, it's spring isn't it isn't it like march think, April?
1: yeah it i think it might be one of those months but like again like, i don't know there's something about it it's even like when it's cuz it's primarily at night but during yeah. the day I'm like that just feels kind of like it to me even if it's not super yeah. hot out or whatever For I don't know sure. I get I For sure I get those summer vibes from yeah, it yeah I I totally get what you're saying
0: um did I ever tell you like my my theory that like um because it's the same uh group that made like Halloween that made the fog so my my thing is like how cool would it be if you changed the date to like for it to happen on October thirty first, and just called that movie Halloween four. Can you imagine, like like instead of doing it like where we follow Michael Myers, so like what if we had season of the witch and then had Halloween four the fog? Oh, that'd be because so weird. Jamie Lee Curtis is it is yeah. in it. Uh, uh um, Tom Atkins is in it. It was shot by Dean Cundy, written by John Carpenter. You know what? I mean? It's the exact yeah. same. It's oh, the exact man. same crew that made those movies. That'd be wild. Right, but yeah, imagine? yeah, but how fucking cool would that be? You would literally just have that to play cool. it around, and just say, call
1: it Halloween for the fog. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, that'd be wild. Right? <laughs> yeah, um, even like another like I'll put these these three into one is like the it the it series. Yeah, you know that's especially I remember like uh part chapter two or whatever like they start off it's at a carnival. Yeah it's summertime like that's i remember like especially the 90s one like i remember going out with my friends and playing in like the woods like that or going right. to do stuff like that it's like oh what if you know i remember like specifically going like what if something happened like what if like somebody's walking down the path and didn't crazy? you always kind of want something like i don't know if it was just
0: me as a kid but like i always wanted like maybe not like a, a serial killer but like i always wanted to be like oh maybe there's a book of the dead out here you know what i mean like yeah, i always like do wanted... something
1: weird or ah, like,
0: like I... right like creepy exactly like that's why i connect to stranger things so much It's like i was those kids and i'm just like i want yeah. something like i was so into all that shit and i'm just like i just want something cool to happen i want to see an alien i want to uh, watch a ghost you know what i mean? Like, I yeah, just want something no. to happen back oh,
1: then yeah it it's I think, like especially because we're so into it, it'd be like that's why we want something to happen. Maybe like yeah, probably going to be something related to that because no normal right person be like oh i want to see an alien or yeah like, i want some creepy guy to walk down this path not and, like do anything bad no, but-, but just yeah just give us a story to live through and, yeah. and it's so funny because like i would like to
0: say that to my friends and they're like we, we just want to ride bikes like why, why why do you have to make this weird but i'm like wouldn't it be cool if we saw an alien in the woods they're like no can we just ride bikes <laughs> it's, an alien. it's et yeah let's exactly. go see him Exactly, I'm like he could lift us up in our bikes. It'll be awesome. (laughs) Uh,
1: uh, What God? Um, uh, uh, Another good one is uh, Joe Dante's Piranha. Yeah, yeah, that is. That is fucking summertime so bad. Yeah, it's like when they're all in the water and swimming on the beach, and then it's just like all these little piranhas biting them and all that stuff. Like that's you know, it's so. Summertime, yeah. I don't know. It's it's fun. I I I now I want to watch some right now, but <laughs> like I I think like I'll say the burning is besides like obviously Friday the Thirteenth movies. I think the burning is one of my favorite summer horror movies. Why did the burning never get a sequel. I wonder. I remember. I think I almost, I'm almost positive they talked about maybe doing one. But it was going to be, it was going to be like one of those movies where it's like, okay, so the first one's the burning, but then the second one will be like, uh, the character's name. So it will be like Cropsey. Okay. Uh, something, something. I see. And yeah, like, I know he got an axe to the face, but like, see, I, th- <laughs> he got burned the fuck up and he came back. I'm sure he'd come back he from that like, axe in the face. Exactly. Um for about three seconds when you were looking for like what the title would have been for the
0: second one i thought you were gonna say it was gonna be called the freezing just like the complete opposite <laughs> take place at like a winter camp or some sort like like a uh, snowboarding camp
1: you know okay there's another thing too it's like friday 13th is a uh, summer camp or like summertime yeah. horror and then everybody's like like there's they're doing these um fan movies which are like yeah, him in the snow it's all him in the fucking snow and it's like i don't i don't give a fuck if he's in the snow he's he's summertime like he's in the summer like the winter is like his off season he doesn't yeah. have to worry about anything
0: yeah somebody on a facebook group was talking about how they want halloween ends to take place in the winter and i'm like why would they do that <laughs>
1: It makes absolutely no sense. I know. Why would that happen? I know. Oh, my God. That, too. Like, that's coming up. Um, uh, Yeah, I'm shifting gears again. One second. Yeah. But, like, the trailer for that came out full-blown. And I remember it got leaked.
0: Yep. And Did I watched watch
1: the leak one. I watched yeah. the leak one, too. <laughs> I fucking lost it. I was like, holy shit, he's crazy. He's crazy. And I was like, I thought he was bad in 2018. But I'm like, he's a badass now. Right. He's doing the same shit and i know they're like oh he's not like he's just a regular old guy or whatever like that but i'm like he's like 60 and he lifted up a fireman with like this metal <laughs> rod and i'm like i don't care i never think about michael's age when you watch these movies or no i think the only reason why i think about it is because everybody else puts it out there right and i'm like i don't give a fuck how old he is i want him to do what i either bought the movie for or paid to see him do Right, and that's terrorize this town. Right, and I mean, well, just wait till the town terrorizes him. At the you end. know what? I'm excited for that. I'm excited yeah. for that aspect of like they're fighting back. I'm like, that should kind of happen. Like, it's, it's funny. That. Um,
0: I have it somewhere on my Facebook. But when I was a kid, the first movie script that I ever wrote was when I was like ten or eleven years old, and it was Halloween Nine: Nightmare in Haddonfield. Okay, it's a terrible yeah. title. um and uh it was basically um jamie and her kid i i hadn't watched resurrection yet okay and i hadn't seen h20 either and i hadn't seen halloween 6 either um the reason why jamie had a kid in my story was because i wanted to play the kid because i had a crush on jamie lloyd okay (laughs) (laughs) um so in my head um uh it was basically like a carbon copy remake of, of Halloween 1 where like she was babysitting her kid and then he had like a little girlfriend and all this stuff and whatever. It was so fucking stupid. But at the end of the movie, and, and it was also crazy too, this is also another weird thing, was that I had Dr. Wynn as a character and like I said, I, ha- I hadn't seen Halloween 6. But yeah. because I knew that Loomis was dead in, in real life and I was like, what about that other Doctor uh, from uh, Halloween 1, and I found out that it was Dr. Wynn. So I, it, it was just really weird later on when I watched Halloween 6, and I'm like, oh, hey, like, I kind of did that when I was a kid, too. So anyways, um, but uh, uh, so at, at the end of my fan script, um, the garage, because Michael ended up being trapped in a garage, and then the garage door opens up, and then um, there's, like, all the people of Haddonfield, like, with, like clubs and bats and like like pitch for it like, like a typical like universal monster movie ending yeah and and i had um jamie say like trick-or-treat michael or something but and then when i saw Buster Rhymes say it i'm like oh that's really cringy i'm so glad i never made this movie <laughs> but but like yeah but yeah i i had jamie say trick-or-treat michael and then they all just beat the shit out of michael and and then they in this new movie They have like all the townspeople like getting pissed off. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking love this shit because I wrote that when I was nine (laughs) or 10 years old. Right. And I'm just so like, I've been waiting. Like, I've had this image in my head of all the people of Haddonfield just so fed up with his bullshit. And then they're all going to fuck his day up. I know. Right. Like, I can't wait for that. I'm
1: excited to see how it plays out.
0: The only thing that I don't want to happen in that situation is for him to single handedly take on everybody.
1: No. Yeah. He's he can kill them but he needs to also get hurt right like and like stuff needs to happen to him as well maybe not like they don't kill him
0: it can't be a halloween six hospital massacre with the strobe light thing like it it can't be all of them running at him and then he's just like grabbing people throwing (laughs) weapons and shit like that that can't happen no exactly
1: um, but yeah like even because I remember like talking this funny because we were talking about this before and I remember even before like this was only like a month ago they put this out but this is when I think kills started kind of getting mentioned a little bit more and I was like yeah it's gonna be all one night and right you that and then I that's what they had planned but then David Gordon green put out he's like yeah we had like another idea where kills or ends was gonna be like a little bit after that and I was like okay I can I'm okay with that. I just, I don't know. I think maybe now, like, now thinking about it, maybe they couldn't do all three of them in one night. That'd probably be too much. Yeah, but the first two, for sure. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm okay with that now, but now I'm like, Kills isn't even out, and Ends is probably not even in production, and I'm like, I'm wondering. And my mind is just like, what are they going to do? How are they going to, like does he die at the end of kills and i'm like i can't wait any longer like i'm fucking right <laughs> i need to see it now i mean i i have the script for
0: kills so yeah i know i that's i can't believe you read some well i read like the first three pages you and i should do a live reading of the script well <laughs> oh. <laughs> taken down
1: my blumhouse in three seconds <laughs> <laughs> yeah that trailer got taken down so fast yeah and then i think it was like 20 minutes later they put the, yeah, exactly. And, uh, they're like, oh, here we go. Now we'll get it to you guys. I'm like, uh, I watched this like six times already. Yeah, exactly. And then I continued to watch it like another six times. Well, it, it was funny because I sent the
0: leaked version to my dad. I'm like, this looks great. He's like, that doesn't look good. And then the, the official one came out and goes, that does look great. <laughs> <laughs> it, it took him a second to realize that, that
1: it was good.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh, fuck, that's funny. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah,
1: but I'm, I'm super excited for it. I know. I'm... The
0: closest movie theater to me is 45 minutes away. <laughs> it's going
1: to be a drive. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a well worth a drive. Yeah, for
0: sure. A hundred percent. There, There is talks of them putting it up on Netflix um, at the same time. Yeah, I
1: remember. That, that's. I thought that was, I remember us talking about that too. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it comes out, you know, the 15th and then it was like the following Friday or like the 30th, they would have it on netflix and i was right. like i motherfucking hope so because i'll right. watch it again but yeah anyways um <laughs> we went off topic a couple yeah. times but it, that's okay because it's been a while
0: yeah exactly
1: um okay a favorite movie to watch in the summer
0: um do you have an immediate answer and you can i, I <laughs> i'll say
1: it's i'll probably do Maybe two. Okay, I'll do the burning and then, and like any any other Friday Thirteenth movies. That's all my, right. My go-to like summertime kind of horror movies um, to watch.
0: I guess I'll go. Uh, Texas Chainsaw. And because that just feels hot. Like like we talked about. Like that is
1: like the no. That's definitely that's <laughs> like. That's definitely deserved, like, deserves to be a summer horror movie. Yeah.
0: Um, and then, you, I'll, in terms of, like, if we're talking about horror, then I'll go Return to the Living Dead. And then if we're talking about just, like, movies in general, I'll go Jaws, I think.
1: Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. I, you know what? I'll pick one that isn't um, a horror, too. And I'll say uh, Stand By Me. Oh, Yeah. Stand By Me like, it's, it's a Stephen King one, so you yeah. can
0: kind of include it on the show. I think there's a dead body. Yep, that is true. It has and a dead then. body and, and key for Sutherland, so yeah, so <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll pick those. Yeah, all right, fair enough, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely, it's been good talking to you. It's been a long time since we've recorded, so there was definitely a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap
1: up here? oh what was it like? um i can't remember oh uh yeah one thing um i believe it's next thursday uh jacob's wife the movie with barbara crampton it's like the new movie that yeah has her in it and um larry Fa- uh Fassenden. Mm-hmm. uh it's gonna be on shutter on thursday next okay. thursday and I'm super excited for that. Because that's all it looks like a summertime horror movie as well. Right. <laughs> and I'm so excited for it. Like I love Barbara Crampton. Yeah, me too. She she's a great is, actress. She's still absolutely beautiful. Yeah. She, she's she's like a fine wine. She does she doesn't you know it's her and like Paul Rudd and fucking <laughs> I don't know, they don't get old. It's so <laughs> weird.
0: That is true. Yeah. Paul Rudd looks better now than he did i'm like how did that happen i know it's the beard right it's
1: that beard man
0: yeah (laughs) all right um uh thank you everybody for listening to this delayed episode of the morbidly deceased podcast (laughs) um i have been your host jt mccallum and i'm evan delworth and have a spooky day and a happy friday the 13th yes happy friday the 13th (laughs)